Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the auto detailing industry. Today, I'm talking with Greg, and I'm going to be drinking a Harpoon Dragonweiss. Uh, excited about this. Refreshingly crisp, slightly tropical, just like Greg. <laughs> you can find me on most platforms at Total Auto Solutions. If you're on TikTok, find me at Detail Supply App. Best way to get in touch is 918-800-1188. Greg can be found on most platforms at Masterson's Wax. If you're on TikTok, find him at Masterson's Car Care. Or best way to get in touch with Greg, which Greg, I've had multiple people reach out and say you do answer the phone. So they can get in touch with you. It's 562-335-2053. Hey, listen, uh, talk to us because, like I said, slightly tropical. Dude, I'm digging the new style. I'm digging the new groove. Digging the new stash, like Doc Hollywood, fresh out of uh, fresh it's out of your holiday. little trip. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I said Hollywood holiday. You're right. Uh, tell us about your little journey. You you got to go on a bike for a little bit. Look fun. Oh yeah, I took a couple of days off. I rode uh, the Pacific Coast Highway in California. Amazing, amazing road. And uh, I just spent five days just riding on a motorcycle, just rode through the desert a little bit, rode actually, I rode across the whole state vertically almost and horizontally. <laughs> so did a both, both way. It was, it was pretty cool, man. And uh, there's a road in California called, um, or there's an area called Big Sur. And it's mm-hmm. where the, 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 the road um, runs like right along the coast oh. and for about a hundred miles. And uh, it's literally right on the coast. It, there's some areas, there's no beach. It's just the road on the coast and cliff and then water, right? And it's super cool. But this road, it was built in like 19, like 30s. It's built in like the 30s, right? And this road is like literally from the 30s. It's all jacked up. And so a big chunk fell off of the road, a huge chunk. It just fell into the ocean. And so uh, like five months ago, the road was closed. And I heard that the road was, um, or they, the, the, a big chunk of the road just fell out. It was a big hole. They had to close the road and it was right in the middle. So it was the only way to a lot of these businesses. So they spent like five months rebuilding it, just that chunk. And they filled it in with dirt and they put a new piece of road on it. And when they said it was open, because they said it, it was going to be open in July, but it opened this month or a little, and I would right or last month, the end of last month, right when it opened, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to go, I want to go ride on a motorcycle before it falls into the ocean again. So I, uh, I hopped on the bike, man, just, just rode. It was amazing. It was, it was really cool. Got some great sights and uh, uh, just had a great All right, time. So in those sites, did you see anybody filling up, uh, uh, you know, plastic bags. I've heard of people filling up plastic bags with gasoline. No, or I've heard you don't of, have gas you know, shortage problem. In so California. you guys don't have a gas shortage. No, no, right. actually, no, no. <laughs> and if we, if we were, if we were to talk about the economy, this is my personal opinion on, on shortages. I feel like shortages are kind of a, a fake thing most of the time. You know, there's 
there's sometimes no shortage of anything. <laughs> they just <laughs> do it to raise prices and control prices and control everything, man. That's that's the way I, I that's the way I view it. So over here in California, nobody's been really filling up like that. Okay, Are you seeing any shortages? Because you know we hear we hear different shortages from different parts of the country. So California last year was closed down. This year wide open, huh? So if it's if it's something to do with uh, getting the sniffles, you got to close down. But if it's uh, gasoline, you guys are good to go. Huh? Gasoline's expensive out here. It's almost five dollars. Actually, some places it's five dollars. It was uh, yeah, five dollars. That's why. All right, but nothing you know, else. Everybody oh, else in Cali's doing good. You know, everything everything in Cali's doing good. A lot of people talk about shortages. I think shortages are a worldwide problem, <laughs> and. That's just how it is. And I, I was talking to, to, to about a few other people. It's not really the, the shortages, it's the hyperinflation. Things very expensive. And the hyperinflation is, is in a deep effect. And I, I truly think that's a huge problem. And detailers need to understand the hyperinflation and they need to understand uh, about their costs, about costs of going with this hyperinflation that's going on. Everything is more expensive. And it's not just, um, it's not just uh, product and it's not just gas, not just, it's everything. Everything is more expensive, even water. It's going to be more expensive, right? The bottle, the water, so expensive, right? And what detailers need to understand is that you're not going to be getting a gallon of tire shine for $15. You're not going to be getting a gallon of soap for $9.99. It isn't going to happen, <laughs> and across the, the the board for for everything, you know, thing the raw materials to make things is very very expensive, you know, on everything. And um, this is the crazy part is that Masterson's Car Care isn't raising our prices on anything. So while gases goes up, our products are staying the same price, and I'm so happy about that. You know, uh, just staying the same price, and it's all about just making good uh, products and and regulating that. But Detailers need to understand the cost of things are more expensive. And the reason I say that is because I think you know this, detailing is a very low barrier of entry <laughs> um, industry. It costs, it costs nothing to get in and you don't need to have a lot of education or pre-experience to get into this industry. You can get into it very quick, the snap of the fingers, okay? And so if people are watching this, uh, they need to understand that they need to adjust the prices of their detailing accordingly because the gas price of gas is going up. The price of insurances is going up. The price of vehicles are going up. The price of uh, um, detailing products, it, it's raising slightly, you know? Plastics are used in everything. Plastics are very expensive. Guess what a detailing polisher is made out of? Plastic. Buckets. I was actually talking to a good friend of mine. This is the craziest part, is like a good friend of mine works at the bucket factory in California, you know? And so they don't make, just make buckets. They make like, you know, molds and all this other cool shit. But, you know, I just know him because like he works at the bucket factory. So we were out getting some drinks and he told me that the price of the resin to make the buckets went up 60% at their end. That's a lot. And he's like, there's people that buy millions of, millions of, one of his customers buys millions of buckets because they make, they sell ice cream. So, you know, now all those ice creams, they have to go up 60%. I don't know. <laughs> Think yeah, about no, it, it, it has a, uh, it has a trickle effect, right? You know, there's a lot of what we learned in school, I guess, economy wise, the trickle down effect that we would learn in economy class. Uh, 
real world practice is that exactly what you're saying? The cost of resin goes up. So 60%, somebody has to, a business has to take on 60% more cost to make a product. Well, that's 60%. They aren't just going to absorb. They don't just go, oh, okay, well, I'll just, I'll have my price go up 60%. Yeah. And, and they'll just eat it. No, they're going to pass that on to the next consumer, right? Whoever then buys those buckets, and then they're going to do something with those buckets. Well, their cost probably went up more than 60 because the original business went up 60, but they got to make up that. And with that makeup money, they got to make extra margins because they spent margins on that money. So let's say it goes up 75% to the next guy, right? So then the next one's going to tap on a little bit more because they got to make margins on the money that they lost. So it, it just, it's going to keep going on. You're right. Um, yeah. I got a phone call earlier from a detailer who having problems getting stuff out of Chicago, different uh, people up there, I guess, having shortages, just literally sending messages to people saying, Hey, we can't ship it to you. Hey, we don't have it. Hey, we're, you know, we're out, you know, a lot with a lot of problems going around the country with people starting to run out of things. So it yeah. is interesting to see what happens across the country, which is why I was asking anything, you know, that, that you're seeing, but but not well, yet, so, I guess, uh, just in California. So you yeah, know, it, it is great that you mentioned those those few things. So with with these shortages and with the change coming, right? Because this is a change from what has been over the past couple of years. Here in the podcast, we've said over and over, 17, 18, 19, we said, listen, this is the best time ever to be a detailer. It was the best time ever. Zero shortages. The money was going out of everywhere. You could open up a shop and do coatings and suddenly making thousands and thousands of dollars like you never understood before, right? It was just the most glorious, amazing time. Now, now there's shit to fight about, right? Now there's shit to worry about. Now things are hitting the fan. So while things are hitting the fan, uh, we're seeing a lot of changes, right? Like you mentioned, prices are going up for people that are consuming things. So with that, there's going to be change in buyers, right? what the different buyers of our services, they're going to have a different mindset. They're going to have a different habit. So with that habit, detailers have to make some changes and do some things. So anything that you would recommend that detailers kind of change up or switch up or go, you know, go do to meet this time of uh, where we're at in the industry? You know, I, you know, even with the, everything in the, oh, the world being affected with it. I still think it's the best time to be a detailer. <laughs> I still think, I still think that you could start a detailing business with $500 and by the end of the year, you can make a hundred thousand dollars. I hundred percent truly believe that. And, and I'm actually going to start doing more videos online about this, just starting with $500 because there's, there's so many stimuluses out there that somebody could have just taken the $500 and just started a detailing business and made $100,000 a year. And there's a lot of people that are like, hey man, I don't wanna go back to work. I, 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 you know, they don't wanna work, but they could start their own business, $100,000 a year doing it uh, with just, I bought 500 bucks, I, I truly believe it. But I think detailers need to diversify themselves and uh, they need to make adjustments on their services. They actually need to really just be hustling harder. <laughs> to be honest, I really think that every every year when, when things like this happen, increases, shortages, I really think it's just an excuse for people to step up their game and sell more. 
or do more services or double down their business or invest more in their business. I truly, I truly believe that, you know, but mainly the detailers need to understand that they're going to get screwed with buying poor quality products because they think that the, excuse me, the products are supposed to be uh, $15 a gallon tire shine. Now I'm having a, 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 in my shop in California, I'm having other detailers, they come to our shop and they want some quality products and they see the price of our tire shine. Our tire shine is $89.99 for the gallon. And they're like, this is a little expensive on tire shine. We're like, no, it this is the best tire shine you'll ever use. It performs. And the reason they came to the shop is because they bought another tire shine that was like $20 a gallon. And they put it on their dashboard. And what happened is, is that there's a lot of ingredients when you make products. And when you make um, uh, products for dressings, you can either use several different ingredients to get the shine. And it's either silicone, which is the best, very expensive product, or glycerin, which is very cheap products, like just, it's a cheaper alternative to silicone. Or you can use polymer blends, which are really great as well. Polymer blends, silicone, great. But that glycerin one, a lot of people are taking silicone out, replacing it with glycerin and dropping the price down on their products. And they're trying to like sell a bottle of tire shine for like $7 at Walmart. And then what happens is people use it on their dashboard and then it outgasses and it fogs up the windows. So these detailers were coming to the shop because they lost a huge account because they detailed the whole like five or six cars and all the windows were fucked up. And that's the reason why, because the owner called and said, why are all the windows on all these cars? You fuck, you forgot to do the windows, right? They didn't forget to do the windows. They were just using shit quality product. <laughs> and it was screwing up another procedure in the detailing process. And they were like, we don't know what's going on. And they came to the store, they showed me what they buy. And, and, and we came to the conclusion, that's what it was. And I showed them, hey, look, I'll use this. Check out this product. Has, the product you have has glycerin in it. It's like a cheaper tire shine. Where'd you get it from? Told me they got it like Wally World, you know, basic tire shine. Happens. So detailers should step up their game and use quality products, quality tools. That's one thing that I've noticed is my, my biggest advice to detailers is use quality products, use quality tools. You don't see dealership mechanics using Walmart tools. They have Snap-on, Matco. They got um, uh, really high-end tools like Cornwell. There's all, all these different types of manufacturers. Uh, that do this. You know what I'm talking about. I'm oh sure. yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's very true. Um, you know, for me, I'm going to go with, uh, I think I'm seeing a, a big trend and especially as we rolled out, you know, some new, new designs with labels and new line of uh, coatings. We're seeing a massive uh, influx and I'm seeing it all over the Facebook pages too. Buy right on the Facebook pages. I'm seeing it by not seeing all the different multi-layer coatings right you just don't see it anymore they're almost non-existent the thing that every detailer is doing is that one two three year single layer boom and done right we're just not seeing anymore multi-layers big thousand dollar two thousand those three thousand dollar tickets i'm still seeing it okay i'm not yeah i not at all um we're seeing a massive reduction in it 
uh, because we're, we think it's because like what we said, shortages, right? If things are happening in society and people aren't spending as much as they were in 2020 and 2019 and 2018 on their vehicle, because maybe their job has changed. Maybe their finances have changed. Maybe instead of like in 2020 where they were all staying home, maybe they're going out more. And so maybe their, their expenses are going in a different direction than on their car. And so we're seeing a massive influx in that one, two year market, uh, just getting your car nice and coated, good price, and customer goes on about their way and they're maintained. And that's, that's really what we see and we like to see too. I mean, that's, that's really the nut of what, uh, what we feel that business should be for detailers. Um, when yeah, you know, when we're seeing- That's interesting that you say that. I just think that the detailing shops suck and they need to step up their <laughs> game. I'll give you a good example of this. I talked to a shop the other day in the middle of Arizona and they said that they were booked out on coatings for like two months. They're like, we can't get enough done. I'm like, wait, wait. So there's people waiting around for two months for coatings? Sounds like bullshit to me. Like, because if I had a car and someone was like, hey, man, shop, I want you to coat my car. Oh, man, we're booked up for two months. I'm going to hang up the phone and I'm going to call another shop. And I'm going to, I'm not going to wait for two months for a coating. I'm going to get it. That's a process that should be done. And you, sh you should be able to get done within four to five days. You know what I mean? Four to five hours. How about that? No, I mean, like within four to five days of you calling a shop and getting a price, oh, gotcha. you should be able to say, okay, I'm going to bring it in like next Tuesday. Okay, cool. Sounds good. And it's like Thursday, you know, or it's the end of the previous week. It's Friday and I'm trying to get my car coded next week. Hey, oh, uh, okay. I, I want to get the car coded. How much to get the car coded? Um, okay. It's going to be $9.99 and it's going to include the full detail inside and out. And then we're going to do the coding for you. It's a one-year coding. Okay. Sounds great. Can I drop off the car next Tuesday? Sounds good. We open at eight o'clock. Boom. Done. Deal closed. Right. Hey, oh man, do you know, okay, we could do that coding for you. Let me book you in and I'll book you in in September, 2021. <laughs> oh, <please. laughs> like, like, what do you think you're right there? The look on your face, look on my face. Like, I'm going to be like, fuck you. <laughs> like, okay, um, we can fit you in for dinner in two months. I might, I might not even be alive in two months. That's true. That's true. All right. So with all the, uh, the different change up, and like you said, that's, that's a story of somebody you talked to, but a lot of people we we're seeing, uh, are starting to have some slowdowns. I don't know if you're experienced that or talking to anybody that's starting to have some hiccups, so to speak of maybe they're not getting as many calls, right? Maybe they're, they're not getting as much traction. Maybe the they're, they're not getting enough traction is because the detailing industry has over the course of last year has gone extreme DIY. It's, and people, people at their house and at their home have learned that they can do it themselves. They don't need that other service. I'll give you an example. I love cocktails. I drink a lot of them. And I used to go to a lot of great cocktail bars and get cocktails all the time. And when COVID happened, that didn't happen anymore. And I got real fucking good at making a lot of cocktails. And now I can make a bitchin' ass cocktail and a lot of them. And I actually don't need to go to the bar as much anymore. I tell people, come over to Bar Masterson. We'll make up some cocktails. 
So it ends up being like that. Homeboy's all like, hey, dude, we don't need to call the detailer anymore. Come over. We'll just wash it in my house. I got the phone cannon. <laughs> I got the phone cannon off Amazon. Let's do this. And so that's what I think is causing the slowdowns. It's not even product. If people need product, they can call us today. 1-800-495-5199. I'll ship you a truckload. We are fully stocked on everything. But it's that people figured out they could do it themselves. And detailers need to start offering better services and more exclusive stuff instead of the stuff that they can get at the home. That's what I truly believe. All right. So in order for us to get through, right, whichever, however the slowdown comes, right, uh -huh. whichever, whichever direction, it's going to begin to continually affect a majority of the industry, right? Mm -hmm. So in, in order for detailers to push through the next couple of years, mm -hmm. you know, what's a, what's a practice, right? What's something that, that you do or you think that uh, somebody could do? And, I, and I'll go ahead and throw mine out so we kind of get an idea of what we're talking about. Like when you're coming up on tough times, and as you know, being a business, you're always are going to run into times that are not as good as maybe they had previously been, mm -hmm. or maybe they're not going to be as good as might be coming up, right? Not as good. Are we having a good not, day? Not as good or bad. There's, I, think, I think in running a business, there's a big difference than not as good and bad. I, I feel agree. Like in, I, feel I, like agree. In, I feel like running a business, there's bad. There's not as good, there's good, and then there's like fucking awesome, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. But so let me get to the, so w when you're bad, we're not going good, all right? Okay. We're in that situation, okay? Okay. How do you, right? I think the number one thing that detailers should do in order to push through those tough situations is stop complaining. This it's is true. so easy to just complain about Oh, my customer said this. Oh, my customer's car had this. Oh, my customer this. Oh, this. Oh, the environment this. Oh, the account, right? Oh, Biden this, right? Oh, if Trump would have that, right? So easy because you can read about it wherever. Anytime you pick up your phone, anytime you turn on TV, it doesn't matter where you're at. You hear negativity and you hear all the options of how bad it is or could be. And so when you're in that situation, right, that's where the, the, the power of controlling what you allow in and what comes back out, right? Because there's a theory, as I was taught as a, as a little kid, garbage in, garbage out, right? If you're going to let garbage in your mind and you're going to dwell on it and you're going to complain about your customers, you're going to complain about whatever it is that you want to bitch about, well, what'd you just do, right? You just allowed garbage in. And then you wasted your fucking time <laughs> putting garbage back out and you really did not solve anything. Yeah. So the reason why I want detailers to stop bitching and stop complaining is so that you'll begin to solve the problems, right? We're always going to have bad things. We're always going to have tough times. We're always going to have problems. It's just the way business is. Yeah. But the way to overcome it is to stop bitching about it Stop bitching about customers and start making solutions to help solve everything. And that's your journey as you continue to go along. So what is your idea or suggestion for detailers? Suggestion for what? 
uh, how to handle, you know, the time that we're in where stuff might start going bad or could already be in a bad situation or, you know, I don't think anything's bad. I think, I think we're winning. I think we're winning. We're in the best time. Like right now we're, I feel like if you're a business owner, if you're running a business right now, you're in the best time ever. You are in the motherfucking best time right now. Fresh start. You want to know why it knocked out a whole bunch of competition. They're all gone. All, all the people that were weak, they're gone. They fell out last year, right? All the, all the people that thought that they were in the game of detailing, they're gone. Okay. And now you're just left with better people and better detailers and less competition. So now they need to be out there just making calls, picking up the phone, going out there and washing cars and doing over and over and over again, every single day. And they'll be winning. And people right now, they have money to spend on their car. They want to clean their car. You can't even go buy a new car. New car dealerships, they don't have shit. <laughs> go, go, go over to a, a new car dealership. They don't have anything, right? Um, uh, they closed a Nissan dealer over here, actually, and a Mazda one because they just didn't have inventory. So they just like, I went over there and the whole dealership was gone and they just moved the other inventory over to another dealership, consolidated it out. Cause they're like, there was low inventory at one, low inventory at the other. So I was like, whoa, where'd this dealership go? <laughs> it's just not there right now. Or there maybe they just cleared it out. There was like nothing there. So people wanna keep their old cars longer and they can't buy new cars. So they're gonna be forced to keep their old car. So get it detailed is the only choice. It's only one logical choice. Actually, it's only one choice, get it detailed. Can't sell it. <laughs> it's get it detailed and used cars people like dude used car market is like hot as fuck right now yeah hot yeah. as fuck one of my cars in one year went from being worth fourteen thousand dollars to 30. how did that happen inflation hyper hyper inflation i love it it's yeah. crazy so so if you have skill go detail make that money Real. And and what package would you recommend? Is there anything specifically that uh, you would recommend detailers go out and do? Detailers, detailers need to do whatever they want, to be honest, yeah. and whatever they feel like feel like doing. You know, and and that and that could be you want to you want to restore wheels, fucking do it a million times. If you want to wash car, do it a million times. You want to coat a car, do a million coatings. You know, you want to wrap a car, wrap a million cars, whatever. This detailing industry is huge. They just need to just pick something and go with it and stop being like, I want to do this and I want to do that. I want to do it all. Just pick something and go with it and run with it and just run with it the whole year. And then at the end of the year, if it's not working, change it up then, you know, <laughs> hit us up all later. Right. Some guy, some guy, he, he messaged me. He's like, Greg, we were talking about this. Greg, you don't understand. I've been working so hard at this detailing game. I'm like, how long have you been detailing for? I've been putting it all in for two years. I'm like, dude, call me in year five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like this is just, you kind of just started gaining up. You know what I mean? Call me in year five. That's when you actually put in a full thing. Cause this, the, you know, it's the first five years is when new businesses close five years. So get to that year five, then you're good to go. That'd be good. Yeah, and I said when I made it to 10, I was like, whew, I made it. But it yeah, seemed like going. a year 11 is the same way. Year 12 is the same way. Year yeah, but I tell people, I tell people, don't compare somebody else's chapter 30 to your chapter two. True. 
Because if you do that, you're going to be pissed off all the time. Oh, damn, that motherfucker's over there. You do, do not compare your young Anakin to Darth Vader. You know what I mean? Don't go that, baby, oh, you know, but young Anakin. Oh, man, but look, I'm fucking young Anakin. No, can't do it. It's too far away. Don't young Anakin, he did not know the power of the Force yet. Yeah, he didn't know. He didn't know. Didn't know. All right, right, Greg, thanks so much for your time, man. As always, it's great chatting with you. So uh, glad to see you made it back and enjoyed a nice little cruise down uh, the highway. And uh, we'll look forward to checking in with you uh, next week. I'm going to go continue enjoy this harpoon dragon weiss. Uh, Really enjoyed it so far. Really says it's got dragon fruit. So that must be the uh, the little fruitiness to it. So there you go, man. Yeah. Enjoy, uh, Enjoy your day and we'll see you next week. Awesome. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Guys, have a great day. Facebook. Later. Episode over. Leave us a review and we will see you on the Community Pub Wednesday nights at 730 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. That's the Community Pub Wednesday nights, 7.30 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. Grab a pint and enjoy.